All right, this is Shenanigans. I'm Angel. And I'm Becky. She's got the cough drop in today. Sorry. She's got the, the dryness. It happens, especially when you talk as much as we do. It's true. It's true. And I don't want to be coughing on you guys the whole time. So. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want that. But anyway, this is our first episode. Yeah, I don't want that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want you to cough on me, you jerk. Sorry. No, it's kidding. It's kidding. Our weather has been like super back and forth and dumb and rain. and. It's only January. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be better, but it is not. But it's also very humid. Oh, yeah. Like, yep. So it's not, yeah, by any means warm. I think our highest temp is like 62. Yeah. But it's very humid. Yeah, to the point where you still have to run fans or forced air or well, yeah, whatever. Just to keep and then the, it makes you dry. Yeah, just to keep the air yeah. circulating. That's why we have our coffee. We got our different mugs today. Her says, Ew, COVID. And it's got David and Alexis in masks in cartoon form. Descriptions for for the listeners. For the viewers, (laughs) you can see it. Mine is Andy from The Office in the Starface, Dunder Mifflin. People, person, paper, people. So good. I don't think there's a copyright on that song, so I should be okay to sing that one part. Yeah, you're fine. Pretty sure. You're good. If uh, Michael Scott comes after me, I'll get his autograph and then I'll apologize. I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Could you sign this? Thanks. (laughs) That would be wonderful. That would be cool. Right? Yeah. Of course, I don't want to be cummed after. No. I don't like the confrontation. You can just say, don't come after me. Yeah. Don't come at me, bro. Don't come at me, bro. Whoa. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I have a there's a, dog a, at a puppy feet. at our feet here, and he just had like a dream and shook and skirt us a little One bit of those there. Things when a dog is sleeping and all of a sudden they go fucking Yep, exactly. <laughs> and for those of you listening, Becky made a super funny face, threw her hands in the air, go flicked herself backward, and said fucking Go to YouTube. There you go. Just find us on YouTube if you want to see it. We're at um, how many? We're at two. It would have been at like two thirty eight. Two minutes and 38 seconds is where you would roughly find Becky's famous um, face making and hand shaking (laughs) and whatever. Anyways, so welcome to our first episode. Insert air horn noise. They're not. It's fine, though. <laughs> it's okay. We were told we sound like moms, and we are moms. Yeah, so. but also she said, and it's great. Or and that was good. that was Olivia, Becky's daughter, who said that, that mm-hmm. we sound like moms, sound but it's like a good moms. thing. Shout out to the future ruler of the world. Just ask Justin. She's going to rule the world one day. She's going to rule it, and Justin's going to be her vice president, I think. It's true. I don't know what job I get, but I'm assuming that I do get something. I think something. we're going to live a comfortable life, mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah, I feel like wherever... I'm fine with that. She'd probably want me to bake things and oh, sing yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. I could make up a song. Oh, for sure. An yeah. Olivia President song? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
the ruler of the world, <laughs> of all the boys and girls, Olivia, we pledge to stop. Thee. She's gonna actually. <laughs> she's, she's gonna turn gonna, it into a ringtone. That kid. She will. She well, there will. she goes. She's got it. Un, okay. Unfiltered, uncut, just raw <laughs> from my heart. From my heart. Pledge to thee. <laughs> I'm going to get a good comfy life when she rules. Scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's... Shout out. Because our children are awesome. Baby Lou. Right? Uh, well, the first thing we're going to talk about today, because this is just chit-chat, let's gab, let's talk. Um, we are we were going to talk about Billy Gold, um, but we have some interviews that we want to do, and uh, one of the people that we want to interview is on vacation. Well, and, and really, there's so much to it. Mm-hmm. And, and I know I'm a slow reader, but there's so much in the book that I'm reading uh, by Aaron Goins that is just fantastic and and really doesn't have anything to do with him personally just the way things were back in that time right the atmosphere around labor and industries and workers against company owners and so on and so forth there's so much to it that really it i need to do more research i feel like there's a lot yeah yeah and, and sorry i wasn't more. trying to laugh while no, you no, were no, doing it's that okay. it's okay um those of you who can't see i was covering my smile because in the background my cat goes Meow! and i was like oh my gosh freaking animals stop animals do be animaling animals be scratching and touching us and chewing on things so if you hear any of that i do apologize i'm not sorry but yeah there is yeah. a lot so, in keeping with our Pacific Northwest theme, as we're getting started here, um, we decided to turn our sights to a man who was also alive at the time and may have had a run-in with Mr. Gull. Mm-hmm. And that is the wild man of Wainuchi, the one and only Turnow. John Turnow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very interesting story as well. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Like, Very interesting story. Yeah. Like, it's Dude. crazy. I bet if you live around here, you've seen articles about it. You might have even, like, visited some of his lean-tos out in the woods. I have not. Yeah. Uh, but I could. There was a picture of it in that article that you mm-hmm. sent to me. Yep. It was a crazy story. And, and he had a pretty decent setup. For, yeah. For the time. Yeah. And for what he what he was mm-hmm. capable of doing and what he could get his hands Absolutely. on. Absolutely. He had a pretty decent setup. Well, and the overview of it is, anybody who's like read a quick article about it, is he was the wild man. He lived in the woods and he went crazy and killed people. Like, you read about it and you're like, holy crap. I live like very close to where he was and this is crazy and what was going on in Aberdeen area in the Grays Harbor area in the 1900s the early 1900s right it was a crazy time right yeah well and and disclaimer of course we're not trying to spread false information we're just we're giving you what the information that we've read the information oh yeah um that you've looked up we are not professionals no 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 but fantastic research on your part because I get in there. You, you send me these articles. Oh, yeah. I don't even know where you're getting them from. But I'm like, Ooh, interweb. More information. Give me right? the information. I'll take it. I'll take it all. 
She is currently grabbing all the information from I'm the air. The information from podcast the air. listeners. I'm it to me, and I'm just putting it in my brain. Sorry, I Your stopped and so pointed weird. at my dog. Well, it looks like she's peeing on the floor. You better not be peeing on the floor. No, it looks she's like she's... She's still potty training. She has her face yeah. in your couch like Oh, this. you know what? The cat's behind the couch. Oh, that's why. Yep, okay. she's trying to get the cat. Sorry. <laughs> Back on track. John Tornow. So Squirrel. started reading a book um, by Bill Lindstrom. He's, uh, he's done a lot of history. He's written books. He actually has one that he's writing, too, on Billy Gull. Mm-hmm. Um so there's going to be a lot on him because when that book comes out, like there's just going to be a lot of discussion. But I started reading, and this is going to be part one um, of John Tornow's story because there's so much not only with him yeah. but with his family. Well, um, and there was a lot during, like yeah. I said before, there's a lot during that time mm-hmm. that a, a lot of you guys may not know that, I'll be honest, I didn't know mm-hmm. that I just was like, this is absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah, it was the logging industry. It was huge. And people immigrated from all over. So Tornow's family also came from Germany. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we'll talk about when we get into goal is that... And you have... uh, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. You have a large number of Scandinavian Mm -hmm. um, people. He was friends with um, Polish family too that ran some things. Um, and so there's just a lot, but he, he, his actual name when he was born, Michael John Tornell and goes by John. Yes. Okay. He was born to Louisa and Frederick or Fritz Tornell. Okay. Those are his parents. And actually how they met was really funny. They were in Germany and, uh, Louisa already had her daughter. Her daughter's name was Wilhelmina, but she goes by Minnie. Oh, that's really cute. Right. And they called her Min. Um, they were getting on a boat. It's like a three week boat trip to go to America. Can you imagine that? Right. And it was just her and her daughter because she had an affair at the house she worked at as a maid with one of the stable boys who said he was going to leave his wife for her. Oh, it never works out like that. No. And it did not. So she and a two-year-old men were like, we're leaving. But what does this guy do who's like, I'm not leaving my wife and I'm okay with you leaving? He follows her to the dock and he's like this heated conversation as she's trying to board and he's trying to get her to stay. And so... Even though he said he wasn't going to leave his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Was this like a, oh, changed my mind. Oh, I... I have no idea what he... To be a fly on the wall. Right? Well... Um, Frederick or Fritz, um, he was like six years younger than her too. He was nearby and he noticed it, saw that she was upset and he came over and was helping her load her bags and asking her if she was okay. And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. As she grabs her daughter, like, who's this strange man coming over here? I don't know you. Yeah, I would be back up too. Oh yeah, absolutely. You don't approach me when I'm with my kids. Oh no, I've said that to people before. Yeah. I had to say that. Yes. Walmart parking lot. Why? Okay, men. Walmart parking lot. Pause on the story. It was Walmart parking lot for me too. See? She beat me. She just slapped me in the arm. I'm sorry. But it really gets me going because Mm -hmm. as a man, why does it come into your head and the thoughts in your head and the things that you're thinking? Why would you think to approach a woman who has small children with her to ask for... Do you have any spare change? Like, I got a spare fiber right here. Yeah. I'm clutching my fist. 
podcast yeah. listeners because yes. I will throat punch a sucker who comes up when I am trying to Excuse buckle me. in my child. Back That's turn, okay. leaning in, groceries everywhere, like yes. back up, dude. And I don't know about your experience, but personally, for mine, now the guy was really nice. He was like, oh, yeah. I am so sorry. And I said, well, you should be because that's not okay. That's not an okay thing to do. Wouldn't mm-hmm. matter. Doesn't matter that I'm female and you're male. You right. don't approach someone in a parking lot. You don't do that at all. Not to mention someone who has small children because you're automatically yeah. going to get someone who's protective. Yep, that's a mama bear. Yes, or a papa bear if it's a dad. Like those instincts kick in, and suddenly you're like, "There's this stranger near my child. My back is turned. Anything is possible." Mm-hmm. And if it was just me, I would have said, oh, no, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Move yeah. on with my day. Yeah. Don't approach me when I have my children with me. Don't I don't, I don't ever. care if my children are grown. Nope. Don't approach me when Mm-mm. I have children with me. Nope. And so, or my dog. If I have my dog with me, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> don't yeah. Don't do that. Don't. It's don't. So don't do it. Gross. Yeah. Ew. Sorry, you can go on. No, anyway. <laughs> no, that's. I digress. To- yeah. Absolutely, we always digress. Always, so if you're if you're coming here to, to just listen to a story about a man who might have been crazy and you're just getting mad, just skip. Like if you're listening on Spotify, it's like a 15 second skip. Or don't skip it because our conversations are yeah. Seriously, different. don't you're gonna miss out on cool things. Yep, it's gonna yeah. happen. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. In a way. So she was like, oh, you know, no, thank you. And then the the guy came back, the other guy that she was fighting with, to talk to her more. And Fritz went back over and he was like, oh, hey, is everything okay? And he kind of stepped in and she's like, she told him because she was embarrassed. She was like, oh, no, it's okay. The stranger and I are just having a conversation. It's fine. We're about to get on the boat. And so he saw to it that she got on and they actually struck up a conversation. She saved him or she tried to save him. You couldn't really save a car, but she waited and hoped that him and his brother got like the little, don't do that, please. Sorry. My daughter is moving things and it's very loud on my microphone. Please don't. Thank you. It's okay. If he doesn't want to go outside, that's fine. Thank you. Sometimes the attitude on that thing. Have kids, guys. Sorry. That was my daughter, and she made a very angel face, and I don't like getting my face made back at me when I'm trying to. (laughs) Anyway. Do not not show me my face. Yeah. I don't need to look in an obnoxious little mirror. Don't talk to me. Got a mirror. Don't do that. Please don't. Don't do that. In a way. So she (laughs) saves like a little, or she tried to. She couldn't really save it. Don't want to, don't want to create misinformation here but uh waits and her and him and his brother did get the car across and they became quite close over the three weeks one would yes three weeks they hit it off and he was like just come with me and my brother to these new lands because they're going through like wisconsin and nebraska they made their way over to portland and um, eventually made their way to Grace Harbor to this new land area that was not really developed. It was still it was still very raw, mm-hmm. very country where they were. Um, but you know that's how they hit it off. And and, and not to interrupt you, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> as I'm reading and doing my own mm-hmm. research during the same time, yeah, what I'm learning is that um, Aberdeen downtown Aberdeen mm-hmm. was uh, a distance of about four blocks wide and four blocks long okay from what I understand yeah and of course all 
or mostly dirt road and or like plank sidewalk i believe gotcha Um, right and so and also during that time because this is grace harbor and we get nine months of rain or tin and our land is beautiful it is it's gorgeous it's so pretty we are grateful mm-hmm yep but also that being said it's very muddy and during that time lots of leaf. mud lots and lots of mud mm-hmm. and so yeah that's what they they came here to which yeah. I, was, I don't know if i came into that i would be like i'm gonna go find that's cool i'm gonna find somebody i'll go back to pennsylvania not yeah maybe not so muddy nope but they they bought up land they actually owned a good amount of land um and they got into logging Mm -hmm. as everybody else was there were some prominent loggers in the area and um you know they floated the logs down the river and all that good stuff that's how they started making money they farmed they had their own homestead like this is what they liked doing and it's what they did Mm -hmm. people as excuse me people as a group Mm -hmm. did this back in that day because those were your options you had to homestead absolutely you you didn't have access to grocery stores you didn't have access to um online services you didn't have that so you had no other choice but to homestead and they became really good at it and they they ended up building their house from selling the lumber from the land they bought because all the land it was undeveloped which was then yeah and still is very lucrative oh yeah yeah very lucrative Mm -hmm. you guys want to buy a piece of wood 20 bucks right like just for a piece just a little just a tiny ruler size this much 20 bucks yep (laughs) (laughs) yeah doggies in my lap oh yeah well i'm gonna continue on here there's so much information in um bill lindstrom's book it's called victim or villain villain or victim i'll have to look up the actual name and put it in the show notes because i was just like let me get to reading because we had to switch gears because we were supposed to interview on sunday and then it was like oh shoot okay let's let's move to this guy Mm -hmm. and so i just downloaded it and started reading and man he's got a lot to say there was a lot so i'm going to skip forward to when he was 10. when tornow was 10 he got the um he got the black measles okay and he laid in and out of consciousness for like up to 20 or more days like didn't know if he was gonna make it and for his parents this was even more devastating because they had already lost six children six six Six. they had four stillburns and two who died in infancy so they have been through it okay so they already had min the the oldest and then he's got his younger brothers eddie and then older brothers are fred jr albert and william so they have a good amount of kids already and they have already lost um six of them how sad is i know right and so she was devastated and she had just recently broken her hip and so she is like 52 trying to care for her ailing son She's bad hit. Yeah, she's 52 at this point in time when that's, he's 10. That's crazy to live to that age. Yeah. Back, back in the early oh. 20th century, yeah. you were elderly at 30. Yeah. No, she actually lives a pretty good life. Wow. 
Yeah, we'll we'll get to that today too. And to try and take care of a child in mm-hmm. normal circumstances is difficult, but with a broken yeah. hip. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't even get my girl to stop dropping her markers when we're trying it's to okay. record. Kids are wild. Sorry, I mean we have families and I like we to have craziness. Children as feral. That's that it, checks it works out for me. Feral. That checks out. Yeah. Absolutely. So the funny thing is, so they had their friend who's a physician and he told them not to get their hopes up, you know, like don't get your hopes up. And so they're devastated. They're worried about their kid. Um, And then the doctor comes downstairs days later, you know, and looks at her and she can't even look at him. She's just like, oh my gosh, I can't bear this news. Like she's, you know, as any mother would be who's already lost six kids any mother who hasn't would still be a mess like thinking that their son's gonna die and he was like i don't know how but he made it through but in the book i don't okay i don't know how much of the book has some creative liberties or if it was all like taken from old newspapers i'll have to research that a little more but in the book he says the doctor looks at her and he says he may never be the same so i you know i was like did they print that um, or you know, is it, you know... That's a tough one. Yeah. But I would tell you, it sounds like, from what what you're saying about this, I mean, mm-hmm. he's in and out of consciousness for 20 days. There's got to yeah. be fever involved. There's Oh, yeah. Be, so I imagine that he maybe would not yeah. ever be the same again. Because yep. that does do something to yeah. you mentally. The doctor said it will change him in either a mental or a physical way. Was he foreshadowing the craziness? Right. But he did end up, so John ended up having a lisp um, and a stutter, which would get worse like when he's stressed out. What, you did, know? what like, did you call the thing he was sick with? I'm so sorry. The black measles is what it was called. The black measles. I'm just Googling it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so um, he did... So that made him even a little more standoffish. You know, he's got a lisp. He's got a stutter. He didn't get along very well with his older brothers, but he really got along well with Min. And she was 14 years old, 14 years older than him. Oh, geez. So there's a huge gap, but they, he, he and Minnie, they really got along well as brother and sister and they would often go in the woods together and there was a point where she was 18 um and he was like four you know and so they're in the woods and they're walking and he's like wait stop do you hear that and she didn't hear anything or see anything but then out of nowhere comes this beautiful deer and she's like how does he know and then he was like whispering to it and stuff so she's telling her mom like he can talk to the animals and he can see it before we even see it and all this stuff. So he had this connection with the woods from a very young age. Kind of like a sixth sense. Sort yeah. Of a he really, he really had like an intuitiveness. Yeah. Which I think it's my personal opinion that that can also come with something like that. I mean, oh, it can that change can. you yeah. in different ways. I, I feel but this like one, just real quick, this was before he got the black measles. Oh, this was before. Yeah, because okay, he was so like he was four. just a really intuitive mm-hmm. kid. Yep. Okay. Yep. I he think was, that's really interesting. Yep. He he loved he so even from when he was younger, he loved to be in the woods. But then when he was old enough, like around twelve, 
he would spend days at a time in the woods. And at first, his parents were worried um, because, hello, my son is gone, but he would always get his chores done before he left. I mean, I'm fine with this. So he would always get them done, and then he would just kind of disappear. Can you imagine if one of our kids did that? Oh, my gosh. I'd be calling, like, search party, let's go. Yeah, no, I'm not waiting. Please don't. No. Yeah. So he he basically grew up out there. Oh, and then the other thing, the other thing that the black measles left him with was poor eyesight. Okay. But he was expert marksman, but he could not see. Yeah. He could shoot the deer right through the heart. Wow. Couldn't see it per se he could see the outline so you know how a lot of hunters they wait and when the animal is still that's when they line up their shot Mm -hmm. for him he wouldn't do that he could sense them see the outline and he wouldn't shoot until they moved because then he could see by their movements like where they i i was just like oh my gosh this guy sounds like a marvel character right i know (laughs) woodsman yes (laughs) he does so because there's Four some eyesight, can't speak, but dang, he can shoot. that shoots arrows and is like is Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. And, Which uh, sounds like Hawkeye. Justin is always like, well, who, who do you like? Hawkeye? He's, <laughs> he's, he's a good looking. Jeremy Renner. Look him up. He can sing, too. Yes, he yeah, can. I like his songs. Ooh, that makes him even foxier. <laughs> Sorry. He can sing. He can act. Do you want the... The quick Google version of the yeah black yeah black measles. Let's hear okay. it. This is this is interesting stuff. It's just Google, but also called the Rocky Mountain Spotted <laughs> Fever. It's a tick-borne disease, first oh. recognized in 1896 in the Snake River Valley of Idaho. It oh, interesting. Was originally called black measles because of the look of its rash in the late stages of the illness when the skin turns black. And that's all the information you get on that. But Wow. I mean, yeah, that, oh. would, that would definitely change a person. It's going to leave a mental or and a physical scar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, that's oh. crazy. Well, no wonder he spent so much time in the woods. But he worked hard, too. He actually, at a young age, ended up getting a job with one of the biggest loggers in the industry um man named blackwell cy cy blackwell um ended up because he would just hike and be in the woods and travel for miles and he ended up meeting him um and worked for like started working for him they all thought he was a lot older too because um tornow was a very when he was like grown when he was an adult he was like six foot two 210 pounds and yeah and he got tall when he was younger too so he always kind of looked older he could hunt better than anybody he could make his own jerky like they all loved he would bring them food so everything you're reading so far is he helped out his family he was a great hard worker and Sai knew that he would like just leave for days at a time but he always got his work done first Okay, and so... I mean, it sounds like a all-around... Yeah. Oh, he was... Good dude. Yeah. He was... He just wanted seemed to great. Be, wanted to be left alone. I guess I so. Get it. Oh, and we'll, we'll get to some stories here. I'm just trying to give an overview. So, Blackwell, he introduced Tarnow to tribal members because we still had, you know, 
um, a lot of tribes living in the area, fishing was very popular. Indigenous, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's very cool. And um, John became a a sturgeon, a skilled sturgeon fisherman from learning techniques from the Ho tribesmen. And that is not easy. Yeah. Yeah. But he learned from the Ho tribesmen and he even taught some of the natives his way of shooting from the hip because that's what he did a lot was shoot from the hip. Okay. It wasn't always because he can't see anyway. <laughs> like yeah. he can't see well. So he would shoot from the hip and he was super accurate. Like it was it was scary. <laughs> scary how accurate and good he was at these things, you so, know? So you would say like if he was caught off guard, as it were. He could get you. Through the heart. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Quit being crazy, dogs. Sorry. I know my dogs make a lot of sounds, and I would throw them outside. Oh, don't play with that toy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, so it's been a day. Oh, there. He never plays with that toy. It's one of those toys that, like, self-propels when you push it and makes a noise. But he and he never play with plays it. with it. Ever. And it's heavy, and now he's just over here <laughs> making all these noises. Seriously, dude? Give me that. Give me that. You can yeah. have this back at the It's this toy. If you want to see it, go to like 30 minutes, 29 minutes in. It's a wobble wag giggle is what it's called. It's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. And you stay there and be quiet. Find a new toy, sir. You never play with that toy. He just wants attention. This is God's way of telling us we need to get a podcast studio. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, oh, well, you need to create your own space that's dog and animal free. My cat family in the background. Does that cat often meow? Uh, when he needs something, which is always. Because <laughs> he's baby. They're all babies. Well, these ones literally are. They are. They are. Like four, nine months, four months and, and four months. Yeah. yeah. So they are babies. Anyway, so he learned from the tribes, taught them. Um, he um, actually taught them his way of shooting from the hip, and he had his own techniques for fishing, too, mm -hmm. that he learned from them and taught to them. Um, his brothers, he didn't get along well with his older brothers, and his younger brother, Eddie, was very lazy and oftentimes would not help out around the house. Um, so he didn't get treated well. But when he was 16, from all this working that he's been doing, he saved up to buy a Winchester 3030 um, from one of Blackwell's friends who was stationed at Fort Warden um, in Port Townsend. And that's at the uh, northeast tip of the Olympic Peninsula. So he did a lot of traveling. Yeah, that's pretty that, far away yeah. even by a car yeah. today. But he would, he would hike, he would travel, do lean-tos. Um, but he, so here's the thing. He got it, and he did not like the sight on it. And so he fashioned his own. His own sight? Yes, out of, um, let's see, melted nickel. Interesting. His gun, it said in here, was the talk of the Wishkaw. You know, that's the area. And it was, um, and so was his marksmanship. I do believe that there's somebody that, there's like a Wishkaw museum, I think. Oh, yeah. There is, yeah. actually. And I, I wonder, very curious to know. Oh, if they have his gun? I wonder. Ooh, we'll have to look into that. Because yeah. we'll, we'll have like follow-up stuff next yeah. week with yeah, answers sure. to some of these. Mm -hmm. Oh, goodness. We'll figure it out. <clears throat> 
All right. Yeah, that's crazy, though. Making right? your own sight to a gun even today was yeah. difficult. Yeah. So as they got older, um, it was very easy to see that John was his mom and dad's favorite. Okay. Because he got his work done. He helped out around the house. He, like, he did everything a son, and, you know, especially in that time, is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, he would just be gone for days at a time. But as his dad was getting older and, you know, knew it was getting close to time to die, um, he made sure John knew that he was leaving him most of the land because two of the brothers, two of the older brothers, had moved away. Um, one was in Oregon, and I can't remember where the other one went, but it was pretty far away. And then there was one living in Montesano. Okay. So they were all pretty, those ones were close, but two of them had moved pretty far away. Um, Minnie got married to a man named Henry Bauer, and they lived a couple miles away. Mm-hmm. So still close enough that they could take little hikes over to the house and stuff. And okay. she had kids. Um, she had Mary. And... This is where our story um, turns a bit incestuous. Oh. Oh. She didn't know it was coming. I did not tell her. Yeah. So this is where our story turns a bit incestuous. However, we're going to turn a little bit away from John right now because it wasn't John. Well, it's part of the story, though. Yeah. It was his brother, Eddie. And it's actually a big part of the story. Um, and I'll connect it later. So, yeah. So, Mary um, loved going to her grandma's house. Okay. Okay. Um, and after a while, they noticed, because remember, John is in the woods a lot. Eddie's the one left at home. Eddie is lazy. Yes. Eddie doesn't do work. Eddie lost his parents a lot of money in get-rich-quick schemes and things that fell through. Um, so, he's kind of like... Uh, the black sheep of the family. The boys got big into logging and tried to start their own companies and stuff like that. And Eddie was like, I've got a line on a, a great deal. I just need this much money. So he just kept taking money from his parents, right? Well, little Eddie really loved his niece, Mary. And the family started noticing that they were spending a lot of time together. And would often be gone. And it's like, where were you? Oh, I was hanging with Mary. She's such a lovely girl. And it didn't feel right. But they they didn't know. They didn't know, right? Um, One day when his parents were leaving, his dad, Fritz, Frederick, had um, forgotten his pipe. Right? And he, he had to go back and get it. And noticed that the barn door was open and there was a rustling inside No, and he goes inside to check on it and what does he find a buck naked eddie on top of mary sorry that got a little explicit there got a little explicit but let me tell you frederick was not okay with it and he took a shovel and started Beaten his kid, broke some ribs on him. He beat his kid he with a be- shovel. Yeah, and he was Good, like, yeah, and he kicked him out after that too. Good, kicked him out. He was like, you are not welcome here. You get out. He apologized to Mary, like covered her while she got dressed. Um, was this a consensual situation, or does it say? 
It does say that Mary enjoyed Eddie's company, oh. but you know, he's older, he's her uncle. Well, it sounds he, like, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, he was grooming her. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sorry, those are my dogs chasing the cat <laughs> because they can't stop. <laughs> Puppies! And then that was my cat coming back at them to slap them. Anyway, so so yeah, that was a big part of it. And, and Frederick did tell John about this situation and he was incensed as well Well, and he was glad that Eddie got kicked kicked out out. yes because yeah he was kicked out not welcome because he had already drained parents bank accounts you know inappropriate with his his niece and all that um just just not not great at all um so that's awful yeah right um but you know it wasn't uh, too long after that that frederick passed away okay and so he did die he left a lot of the land to john and you know mary was still um not mary mary's the niece sorry louisa the mother mm-hmm. was still alive and so she still had it but she was getting up there in age um she was uh, in her 70s, like late 60s at this point in time. Again. Yeah. That that's yeah. very elderly mm-hmm. for that time. For that time, yeah. And so when the dad died, Eddie, who had been kicked out for a couple of years there, was like, oh, I need to move back home and help mom no, because she can't get around. Nope. And also, I'm moving Mary in because mom needs a housekeeper and a helper and mary loved it there so he got mary moved in and john came home so and this is the other thing too they couldn't find john and the brothers didn't tell him that his dad had died what he did not make it to the funeral because they were like oh Oh, we couldn't find john no that's not so there's another reason why he was already upset he couldn't even go to his father's funeral that's sad. Yeah. That is really, really sad. Oh, absolutely. I heartbroken. Right? Devastated. Yeah. And so when he came in and saw Eddie moving in Mary, he was very suspicious. So you're already going to be upset, and then you're going to come into this situation mm-hmm. where there's... Ugh, that's gross. Yeah. I would be unhappy. Unhappy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. So what happened anybody after mary moved in well i imagine that they had a relationship pregnant she got pregnant um eddie and mary never definitively said that it was his actually there was a story she told that said no 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 see eddie and i were in aberdeen and we were out at one of the saloons because they were all you know, saloons and seedy inns and that's what it was. Mistress houses, brothels like, back brothels. then. Um, and and Eddie and I got into an argument and he left and there was another man at the bar and he bought me a drink and said he would take me home, but then we ended up in his bed, so it could be his. So it might not be Eddie's. So she lied. I mean come on. So anyway, she was just trying to be like, No, no, it wasn't um, so what is any young lass of the early 1900s to do when her uncle is also the father of her child 
shut up about it? No, you get an abortion about it is what is they that what she did. That is what they decided to do. Eddie helped bring her in talking to a doctor, what was his name? Stap, Strap. I'll have to look that back up and back my way around to it because I was like, "Wait, what?" So, anyway, went into Aberdeen and stayed um at a at a lady's house. Um, who housed like young women and stuff mm-hmm. almost a bo- brothel about it but she was a nice young lady and she was from germany also lots okay. of german and polish in that Quite time yeah um and mary went to this doctor and bada bing bada boom went back to her room the madam there noticed that mary wasn't looking so great and that there was a lot of soiled sheets from having an abortion because abortions back then were very dangerous mm-hmm. absolutely very dangerous yeah and more often oh my than gosh. not you would lose both mother and child in that yep. situation and uh oh yeah dr stapp so the headline Girl found dead in boarding house in Aberdeen. Suspicious circumstances. Name of deceased, Mary. So then we have a... Uh, okay, can I stop? Yeah, go ahead. Did I ever tell you that my parents' house is, was a brothel? My mom and dad's house. It, at least Ooh. according to my dad, mm-hmm. it's, it's on First Street, so you guys tell me. In Aberdeen. But... Yeah, it's, like, it's we can't believable. give you the address for no, no, you know. No, but it's very love believable our lives reasons because the the house itself has yeah. two, two front doors, mm-hmm. an in and an out. No, not main, not main, and um, also super haunted. We're talking about super haunted, and so I just got this like what in my head. I'm like, oh man, whoa, like wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, Was that oh. the place? Oh, man. I'll have to look. I'm sorry. I got really excited. No. I'm like, I'll have to check my what? notes and see. I did not put, well, like, the street where it was because yeah. there was a district that was, like, the red light district. Yeah. I wonder. I need the to do seediness. the research on that yeah. house as well. well. We'll have to do an episode on Becky's parents' house. Yeah. We should the do brothel, a walkthrough the, someday if I can get in there. Like, <laughs> if you get the key, we'll just... Did they leave? Okay, we're going in. We'll just run in through, and it'll be a real quick walkthrough. It's it's really something. <laughs> so, okay, I'm so on sorry. a future Go bonus on. episode, is Becky's parents', parents house. house a brothel? And can we reach the ghosts? Yeah. Even inside. Okay, so moving on with um, our story here. And this is important to remember, too, because um, it kind of leads up to... John. Sure. And how sad. Right? That's his niece. Yeah, that's one of Minnie's daughters. She had two daughters and then the twin boys, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Sad and and it's icky. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh, right? And so she's dead. Mm -hmm. Um, They said it was um, heart, heart attack. Sure. Due to an unsanctioned or illegal abortion, you know, caused by that. So they did, I'll just go ahead and say, they did put Dr. Stapp on trial. And guess what? 
he got nine months in jail. That sounds like a sufficient amount of time yes, for killing a person. Yes, because the judge was like, also a baby. I've seen the 22 years you've been practicing. This is my old-timey. Oh, wait, hold on. Old-timey judge voice. I've taken into account the time that you've already been practicing, mm. and uh, I decided that, uh, yeah, it probably was you. You got nine months in jail, son, yeah, see here, for killing fella. that girl see and here. killing that other girl's, killing that girl's daughter. Because oh they did. They counted it as two. But still, the nine months. Oh, and Eddie was like, yeah, that sounds fair. Wow. And this this, is your niece. This jerk face. Born great niece slash daughter. And supposedly you would assume this awful, awful person, Eddie, would have had some type of love for her. Yeah. Well, I mean, he drove her in to get this abortion. Oh, what an awful person. Oh, what yeah. An awful Drove her person. in. They rode a steamboat. There's steamboats and there's trains um, that went into Aberdeen from where they were. Um, so that's important because after that, um, you know, soon around that time, Louisa, the mother, also dies. Aww. Yeah. Well, and she like was said, like 72 when yes. she died. Um, but the funny thing about this is that John sense something was up and he came back right before she died i you know what I think like he had a connection with he, his mom he was an empath yeah is what it oh absolutely like. yeah yeah you could like and she loved him she left him like all the land they did split up the homestead between all the kids mm-hmm. um but most of the land and all that went to john because they knew that John would take care of it, that he enjoyed being out there. And like, it makes She loved sense. him. It he would come sense. home and chop wood for his elderly parents. He would make sure they're taken care of. He would give them food. Like, this is not the man that I read about. Um, so he's at home now. He's already mad at Eddie. His mom has died. He goes off into the woods about it. Because he's that's what he that's, that's how he copes. He goes into the do. woods. Um, yeah. One day, this is all leading up to the the, the beginning of the end here. Um, one day he comes in because Eddie's at the house. You know, of course, nobody else is there. Eddie's like, sweet, I got the house to myself. Um, comes home. Eddie has shot his dog Cougar. What? John's Why? dog. Um, oh. Didn't really give an explanation. But the dog was 14. He wasn't good at hunting anymore, but he was John's companion. So? I know. I know. I I was incensed. And, uh... Okay, so you're not good at your job anymore? Let's just shoot you about it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. Wh- what happened is when he saw this, he got very mad, shot Eddie's dog, and ran off into the woods and from Eddie's account, shouted, if anybody tries to come after me or follows me, they're risking their life. Because oh, I'll kill them. Like, he, he just went John Wick. Oh. Have you seen the movie? I have not. <sighs> Don't mess with a grieving man's uh, pit. Because he will turn into an assassin. Well? Well, he was already an assassin in the movie. But anyways... Not the point. Don't kill somebody's animal. <laughs> don't mess also, with their animals. John, don't kill somebody's animal because they kill right? their animal. It's like two wrongs don't make a right. So, yeah, no, he was already, he already 
despised his brother Eddie. Yeah, it sounds like so they there had was a bad compacting grief right. and frustration. So he ran off into the woods. Um, so what did Eddie do? He he probably went after him because he doesn't no, sound like a smart he did guy. not. No, he's not. He's not. What he did was talk to the family and got a warrant to declare John's insanity. So he went down to file the claim because, see, if John is declared insane at that time, he is not allowed to own the land that he owns. Oh, that's interesting. So if, and they wanted this land because there's money involved. Well, sure. Um, Greed. So, Greed and money. Oh, yeah. So and if they could land. declare him legally insane, wow. then they could take his land. Oh, that's so awesome so it's like wait was he insane like he had this bursting of a moment and so one of the sheriffs um you know john was in the woods you couldn't find him you know and he ended up going out to one of the lean-tos that he had made because he makes these like lean-tos in the woods this one had like a couple rooms yeah there are we'll have to put them up on our instagram the pictures of the lean-tos and all that Mm -hmm. um and so if you go out into the woods that's where he is, obviously. You've got to be careful. But he comes across the sheriff, and he invites him in, and they're having a conversation, and he asks them, hey, you know, Eddie said this, and he's like, yeah, you know, I did do that. Mm-hmm. I did that, um, and I did shoot his dog, but it wasn't even all about my dog. It was about my niece. It was about, you know, the parents. It was about Eddie's an idiot. And he's like, so all that just kind of compacted. I did do that. And the sheriff said, this is not an insane man. Right. Okay. So, Sheriff is saying he's not insane. I read an article, and I have not found it in the book yet, so I'm still going to research it, and we'll talk more next week. I read an article that said that John was put into an institution for two years. You've heard that. I think that was the article. It was not in the book at all. So, I'm going to keep digging into that one, but now we get to the beginning of the end because now we're in 1911 and we're in september okay september um probably around the first john goes into his sister's house as he usually does to get things he needs because his sister and him were close they're oh they're very friends yeah and he loved his niece he loved his other niece and he loved his nephews minnie had two twin boys and one was named after him one was named john and the other was named, I believe, William. Yeah, William. And those are his nephews. He took them fishing. He bought them Winchester 3030s when they were old enough, taught them how to shoot. Like, they were all buddies. They would go down. He would show them where the best spots are on the river to fish because he's always down there and he knows. Mm-hmm. Um, so he goes in and he's getting his stuff, and that's when she saw him last. Um, two days later... Their, their dad, Henry Bauer, noticed that some of the cattle had been attacked. And so he told the boys to go after the bear that he believes attacks the cattle. Oh. Okay, so they go out on September 2nd, I think it is. And they're tracking the bear. They never come home. And this isn't like them. They are not like John. They don't go out into the woods and spend all that time. They come home at the end of the day. Right. And so he got worried. And they got like a big search party. And they started going out. And one of the neighbors had said, you know, I heard three shots fired. 
Um, it was like two or three, and it, I think it was over that second ridge. And so they've got this search party. They bring in these hounds um, that have been helpful in tracking people before and finding a murderer I before. Love a working doggo. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Brought in the hounds, and so the hounds um, started on their way. And they got to, they picked up a scent Mm -hmm. and they found down by a ravine, they found a wounded bear. They called it a she bear in the book. So it must've been like a mama bear, I guess. Um, And they saw that she had been shot and she was like dying, but the boys were nowhere to be found. So if they shot her, where are they? Yeah. And so they're looking around, they don't see anything and they figure the, the hounds had caught the bear scent. Right. So they're like, okay, let's give them another sniff of this one. Go back up to where we first saw the blood and then move from there. And while about 100 yards um, toward the, the river area, they found one of John's lean-tos mm-hmm. with like where he smokes all his meat and stuff like that. And um, he had meat smoking high enough that the bears couldn't get it and all that, sure. you know. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, well, this is, this is where John one of his areas because he had many throughout the woods right and then they he owned those lands. he was a survivalist mm-hmm. right. oh absolutely he could live on anything he found he could create a shelter um they did notice too that the bullet inside of the bear and around there was that of a winchester 30 30 okay. which all three john john and william all use that same gun right. um but then at the campsite, um, they saw a pile of leaves, and they were like, huh, that's kind of weird. They don't really look like that's the way they fell. So they went over, and they started moving stuff around, and that is where they found, um, I think they found William first. Let me see. I wrote it down. That's so sad. Um, yeah. Oh, no, they found John john first and he was shot in the shoulder and through the heart through the heart and they were like oh no you know we found one of the twins um and he was covered up so what yeah and so um about 50 feet away they found another pile of leaves and that is where they found will and he was also shot through the heart okay so we're talking about two kids shot through the heart Mm -hmm. yep you know and in shallow graves yep covered in leaves and they were also shot with a winchester okay 30 30 so i think i know at this point what you're getting at yes so the mob the crowd the search party they do believe that john is the one who shot his nephews okay which would make sense because it's the same gun same bullet yeah Yeah. yep and so it's like oh my gosh but as i'm reading it i'm like this is not the john that i read about no not who loved his nephews so there's some thought to it as um maybe while they were shooting at the bear john did not realize and thought there was a there were people coming for him and so just turned and shot Mm -hmm. like oh shoot someone's shooting toward me because the bear was 
um, about 100 yards near where um, John was had a lean to. So maybe he was in that area. Mm-hmm. The kid shot at the bear. John thought it was, oh, no, someone's shooting at me. So he just turned and shot. Without even thinking mm-hmm. about it. Right. Yeah. But then, so he must have been crazy. Because then why would he go through that trouble to really shoot him and hide him? Like, I just don't unless, get it. Unless, I don't get it. like you said, mm-hmm. it's an accident. Mm-hmm. And then he does freak out and, oh, my gosh, what do I do? Instead yeah. of reporting this to the authorities like I should do, you, I'm scared. Yeah. I'm nervous. I'm going to hide them. There, people are already saying I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to hide them and I am going to. And then away. he ran into the wilderness. And that's where we're going to stop our story today. Okay. Because okay. um, this is the start of a lot of insanity. Part two is going to be good. Yeah. It's, I mean, just seeing his history, you would not think that this person would do that. He loved his nephews. He loved his sister Minnie more than anybody in his family. Right. You know, right. except for his parents. Right. His parents loved him. He was their favorite. Right. He, well, and in everything that you've said so far, he does not seem the type of person who's just going to act out violently mm-hmm. unless he's defending himself. Yes. Yeah. Or he's... Yeah. His dog just... Actually, shot. so there is a story, too, where he was out in public um, at the festival in Aberdeen. It was like a 4th of July celebration. It was the Splash yes. Festival. It was the Splash they Festival of the 1900s, mm-hmm. the early 1900s. The and so um, it was like a three-day event. They had shooting events and stuff like that. And he had a friend who was younger than him who kept telling him, that he should do the shooting event because he was really good at it. But he wasn't into that. Actually, they also there was a place called Electric Park, and it was in between Aberdeen and Hoquim. It had a baseball diamond. It had, like, a man-made lake to swim in. Sounds amazing. Like, I'm like, why isn't it still here? We even had the Black Cats of Aberdeen. Theory. Yeah. It is still here. Mm-hmm. It probably was. the look- Spray Park. Oh. Because it... When I was growing Only up. smaller, though, because it had, like, a baseball diamond so, and stuff well, for professional games. I remember games. having, like, what looked like a pool. Yeah. Where, where the little splash area is. Yeah. It was never in use, but it was, like, a little right. play around. So, yeah, play. maybe that was. We'll look it up. Okay. Next week, we're going to have all the answers. Anyway, so they were watching the baseball game, and John didn't care for baseball. He wasn't a fan, but his friend did, so he stayed. And then they went and witnessed the championship of the shooting competition. Interesting. And guess who one of the um, champion guys there contending was? None other than Billy Goal. That's Billy nice. Goal. Who, so they were both around. They were both there. Oh, and Grace according Robert, to Abby. this book, they had a slight altercation there. Not of John's starting, but of goals. So John was just watching and his friend was like, oh, you totally could take him. Haven't you ever heard of Billy Goal? He's this serial murderer and blah, blah, blah. I won't get into it because we have stuff coming up on him. So much. Um, And Goal heard him talking, heard the friend talking and came over and grabbed the friend according to the book. I wasn't there. And was like, what are you saying about me? And apparently John grabbed his arm and was like, hey, let him go. 
And this, you know, John's a big dude. Yeah. And he's scraggly. Bigger bigger than Billy because Billy was about five foot seven. Yeah. And so John is six two, over 200 pounds, a woodsy fellow Mm -hmm. with scraggly beardness and all of, you know, all of that woodsy glory. I'm into it. And uh, Gold, (laughs) like, he kind of shoved him aside, knocked him over, like Tornow did, kind of pushed him away, like, hey, let it go. And Billy kind of was like, staring him down but john ended up winning billy was like where's my prize and then it was over so they had like a little run-in but he wasn't he wasn't being aggressive no he was being defensive to his friend it sounds like he was not he was not the aggressor in this case he was trying to fix a problem is what it sounded like yeah so this person who cared for his friends loved his family loved his sister and their kids how did this happen how did right. we go from this this man who was a hard worker, like owned a bunch of land, had money in the bank, owned property all over because he had a great boss who loved him also. Right. Everybody who met him, they were like, oh, he's a little off, you know, kind of weird. He's got a stutter, but hard worker. Yeah. How did we get here? I get it. Me and like, him are kind of the same. Hard workers who just want to be alone sometimes. Right? Should I be worried about Becky? <laughs> you should always, always, just always be worried. <laughs> Y'all tell me if she makes a move at me here. Those of you watching, those of you at home, you'll never see it coming. <laughs> those of you listening in, you'll be like, I never even saw it coming. I don't know why everybody today has a voice like this. It's that old timey, that old timey voice. I like the old timey voice. The old tiny announcer man, and there they come down the stretch. <laughs> That's so I good. Don't even know. It's good. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> the dogs are jumping into our laps now. But yeah, so that's part one of good old Johnny Boy. Or, and or the wild man of the Wainucci. wild man of the Wainucci. Oh my gosh. Hopefully we weren't too all over the place. I just tried to give you a a quick little overview of who he was before the hunt. And next week we're going to get into hunting him because essentially that's what they were doing. Hunting a man. And it gets crazy. And let me just say, more people die. So, but that's a story for another week. Get into it, people. Yeah. It's good. We're starting off with some Pacific Northwest crime, and <laughs> I'm sad to say there's so much there of it. There really Something is. about the, the woods or something. Like this area, people are like, well, oh, you could hide a we, body there. I mean, <laughs> we don't get much sun, so. We need the vitamin D. They didn't know, they didn't know back then that you if you just took the supplement... <laughs> just take take an extra vitamin D, Mr. Turnout. You'll be fine. You'll be all right. Quit hiding in your shade and you your lean tos. Sun. That's all. That got creepy. <laughs> you look like you can use some sun. <laughs> it's like a tanning bed killer. <laughs> right before he's closing it down, you need some sun, and then they just n- get locked in on high heat. Friday. Extra done. Friday. Oh. Final destination style. Oh no, oh, no. I cannot so drive behind. Sorry, I'm like clapping into the microphone. Cannot drive behind a log truck now. No one of our generation can. No. Or should. 
Um, no, change I will. I will switch. Just change. I'll be like, oh, a log truck. And guess what? Pacific Northwest, there are log trucks everywhere. Literally all over the place. Especially going over the bridge. Oh my gosh! No, never. Absolutely. If it's going uphill, no, thank you. No, that is not happening. Nope. Like, I just, I can see it, and I'm like, nope. Just, I'm just going to nope and, on out of here. Yep. Thanks so much. We're back. backing up. We're backing up. <laughs> For those of you listening, we were moving our shoulders and backing away. If you want to see it, it's at one hour and three minutes on our YouTube. On the YouTube. On the YouTube. We're on the YouTubes. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the interwebs. <laughs> we're interwebs oh, famous. Wait, they're on the internet? They let us on? Oh my gosh. We're exclusive. Totally exclusive. Oh goodness. Oh no, we need more cafe. Must cafe? Oh no. Allie will make it for you. Do you want to make Becky some coffee? My daughter Allie, she's super. No, she can. That's fine. Do you want to come say hi? She says no, thank you. But you want to make me coffee? You. She is a very helpful girl. Do you want to switch? She is seven. You come home with me. No, she doesn't want to come home with me. No, she loves she's me. She's scary, she says. <laughs> no, she lives with scary. <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that cat. Oh, my gosh. How many times? Take a shot every time my cat meows. You're going to have to. Don't do that. You're going to have to run back. A shot of coffee. Ooh, either way bad people are gonna get lit it's my cat you got the, you got the coffee, you got, the coffee. Got, got the jitters like whoa, whoa, it's the coffee oh man but uh we have other stuff that we wanted to talk about today our father's day joke contest is still going until mm-hmm. tomorrow june 17th oh, at 11 59 so funny you guys yeah. are so funny yeah keep, keep it coming Keep making us laugh because we're going to look at them and whatever one makes us like do a spit take, that's who's winning. Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. go to our page, Shenanigans with Angel and Becky or at Shenanigans Pod 1. Yep. And um, go to our post. I pinned it to the top of the page. And all you have to do is submit a joke and then share the post. It's just in the comments, right? In the comments, yeah. Because we're just just trying to get out there matter who you are yeah anybody will can submit <laughs> yeah will submit a dad joke you have a chance or more didn't he already or oh did i don't know i'll have to look i remember seeing memes because he was like i can't do it because i can't win oh because i'm baby. go back to london are they still Freaking in london baby. Uh, uh, norway norway that's right so never mind whatever man whatever send me pictures you jerk <laughs> I love you, you jerk. <laughs> He's a big turd, isn't he? <laughs> Will. Anyway, so we have that going on. So in, in honor of Father's Day, we wanted to, you know, tell our fathers that we love them. My dad's been waiting for the podcast to come out. So now I get to embarrass him a little bit because he embarrassed He's me been so as a child. I, I've seen him on our Facebook stuff mm-hmm. and he's always liking. Yep. He's always making sweet comments. Oh, him. yeah. What a nice thing. I know. This is the same man who would squeak shoe way his like his way through the grocery store, pick up 
things off of shelves, randomly throw them behind for me to catch. <laughs> like, he, imagine, okay, imagine, man finds an empty aisle, shoes are wet because of Pacific Northwest. Yep. Squeak, 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 grabs an item, throws it, turns the corner. He's gone. I'm standing there to catch said item. And if I don't catch it, we're in trouble. I always caught it, but I was always like, Dad! You know? That's hilarious. That's what he did. This That's hilarious. Right? So that's where you get your mischievous oh, yeah. humor. Yes. Well, that's and also good. he... Sorry, Dad. He would stand in our doorway. <laughs> stand in the doorway, okay? Shout out to literally no one. Unhand that girl, you cab! And then he'd turn and smile at me. And I'm like, who are you talking to, Dad? And he just laughed. And I was like, what? Just random in that, unhand that girl, you cad. That old-timey way. And I was like, what is happening? You're like, who? What? Where is that? He would always say hilarious things. And so, you know, first happens, I'm looking at the door. And I'm like, Dad, there's no one out there. Right. He would go out of his way while we were driving. If there was like a bag on the road, and he's like, "Is that a dead body?" And he would drive us over to said bag, and I'm like, "What if it is?" And then, <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, this is Grace Harbor, so <laughs> it very well could. Be. Uh, so yes, that's where um, I get my mischievous humor and curiosity. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yep he he's the one who got us into. Um, Going into emptied houses just to see what was in there and what it looked like. Oh, it's been empty for a while. Let's sneak in. Dad, we're going to get caught. Who cares? We walk inside and take a tour. Sorry, Dad. I'm telling all your secrets. I love it, though. Because do you not, when you see an empty house, do you not get very curious? Yeah. I'm like, oh. I get very curious. Just go with my dad. He doesn't care. I also want to know history the history behind said house Mm -hmm. i want to know it all i want to go in a house and find something in the wall go in there and find like an old map or a letter i went straight to dead body no i'm sorry no i I went straight to you and my dad and the dead bodies (laughs) i do not want to find that i'm talking about like a cool map or like a cryptid box where you're like oh my What's inside this box? There was, um, excuse me, like I said earlier, my parents' house is really cool. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. And when they they took the fireplace out of the house when I was a kid, so we're talking early 90s. Mm -hmm. And when they took the fireplace out, they found a bunch of old stuff. Old old tin toys and old kids' books and stuff like that. Wow. So, yeah. There is stuff. In, There's and, stuff and in old houses, back man. Back in the day, before insulation was insulation, they would use like newspapers. Right. Oh, like that's that. funny that you mentioned that because. Um, Thank you. Sam. Thanks, Allie girl. Thank you. The um, the barn that's still standing, I believe, that the Tornows built. His dad lined it with old German newspapers from their hometown sure. and stuff, and so that's, that was what that's they what had. they used. Yeah, mm-hmm. they used mm-hmm. what they had because again, homestead. Yeah gotta use yep, what you have absolutely but yeah that's father's happy father's day dad sorry i gave away all your secrets people who he know him are gonna be like, like a guy. Ew, he's so funny I like that. he would make up songs about anything too that's why i like to make up songs oh tim's dad does that 
See? And that my father in law. Father in law. Who is also very funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, because you mm-hmm. Angel used to nanny for me, so she would come to my house and watch the kids while I was at work. Oh yeah. And my father in law lived in our house um along my father and mother in law. And he would just walk around singing songs. Mm-hmm. He would make up. And so he would be singing Oh, buddy, oh, buddy. <laughs> All the time. I, I know he had other songs, but that's the one that I remember. Yeah. And my kids still to this day will sing that song from time to time. That's and so nice. It's a sweet memory. I love that. I love that. Um, and my dad, very dry sense of humor, but mm-hmm. funny too in his own way. Um, <laughs> she is hard staring. I know. My daughter, I think she wants something. Did you want something? Oh. The dogs? Well, they're calm right now, so let's wait. Okay, thanks. That was hard. That was like... <laughs> she was staring into my soul, Just waiting for me to notice. Yeah. Serve it to the other side. Girls. Girls do right? that. It's all right. Yeah. You're cute. Get it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> So, <clears throat> growing up, my dad is uh, an amputee. He uh, has only one leg. It was a pretty horrific accident. Oh, uh, I think he was twenty or twenty-one when he lost his. Oh my gosh, his leg. And so it was all I ever knew growing up. Mm-hmm. And um, he had a, a great sense of humor about it. What an amazing, strong guy too. Because after he lost his leg, instead of you know, giving up and I just, you know, I only have one leg, so I don't want to do this. I don't want to work all this stuff. He, um, actually would cross country ski. Oh, wow. I believe he was in the special Olympics for that in Colorado. Wow. There's a picture of him in a competition of sorts. So I'm not really sure exactly what it was, but some competition. Yeah. And he did really well. And that's awesome. You know, when they moved us up here, he worked as a draftsman for a company called Lambs in Hoquiam until they shut down. And then he worked for Pacific Veneer in the logging industry. My dad also worked in logging when he was younger. And that's what they did, you know, in the 80s and 90s. Mm -hmm. Logging logging was was still huge Mm -hmm. in our community. And um, so he did that for 20 plus years till they shut down. And he, um, with the help of a prosthetic leg... He would ride his bike to work. Wow. Um, any day that was nice. And some days that weren't nice because, you know, we have a lot of those. Um, most days. <laughs> <laughs> and his his humor was so dry, but it was so great. And mm-hmm. he, when kids would ask him growing up, oh, how did you lose your leg? He would tell them it was from a shark attack. Oh, my God. Let, let me tell you, the guy lived in Colorado. It's, it's landlocked. Colorado. So uh, it was not a shark attack, but that's what I thought. Field sharks. I yeah, field sharks, sharknados. <laughs> sharknados. <laughs> so he, that's what he would tell kids. I thought that's oh what my it was gosh. until my like late teens. I was like, oh, that is so cool that you were attacked by a shark and you survived. And he's like, mm. <laughs> about that, honey. <laughs> Come on over and have a seat. We gotta talk. Not really. Well. I don't know why I gave your dad I'm this like, voice. What? That's pretty close. There we go. Yeah, that's pretty close. <laughs> so that that was his sense of humor. You know, he he went through some pretty tough stuff. He yeah. was in Vietnam. Oh, um, snap! I think two tours, but I could be very wrong. Maybe one. Um, what do I, we really know about our parents? What, do we what they really tell know? us, and sometimes they lie. Well, <laughs> I get it. 
I don't know. I get it. Right? But yeah, yeah. He, he was a funny guy. He had a great sense of humor, very mm-hmm. dry, but very hard worker. Yeah, good. But where I think, I, at least I would tell people that's where I got my sense of, of work ethic. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. And that's great. I am so grateful for that. So. Yeah. Happy Father's Day to that. Happy Father's Day to our fathers mm-hmm. and our fathers-in-law. Yes. My father-in-law is also really oh, funny. He's a great he's guy. He's actually, if you go to our, if you go to join our competition, um, there's a link to his dad jokes video. Um, his because dad jokes are epic. <laughs> well, I and he loves them, them so much the too. Yes. So it's funnier when you're telling a joke and you enjoy said joke <laughs> so then it's like it's like a twofer it's a twofer when one. when somebody has a tough time getting through a joke because they're laughing so right? much i think it's better it's my better. sister posted one and i don't know why i just keep laughing about it <laughs> so, probably because we both have funny. our dad's sense of humor and it's um why did sally fall off the swings she had no arms knock knock Who's there? Not Sally. I'm sorry. I'm so loud. I was like, oh my gosh. That's horrible. I kept reading it. I tried to tell it to Justin. He's coming back. And you know what he did? What? That jerk. He was like, how's she knocking if she doesn't have arms? And I was like, that is not how a knock knock joke works. I say knock knock, you say who's there. And he was like, oh, sorry, try it again. I was like, you ruined it. Okay, so I it. To me, that makes it funnier. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm sorry. It seems mm-hmm. illogical mm-hmm. for her to knock if she has no arms. Right? But I guess that's why it's not Sally. <laughs> it's <laughs> not Sally. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. So, so but dumb. But that's why it's so good. I know, right? I think, I think personally, some people don't get it. But that's, it's the dad joke. Yeah. Yeah. When does a joke become a dad joke? When the punchline becomes apparent. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Sorry. Sorry. I just slammed my hand on the table. She's just slapping things. Because it was funny. (laughs) And when something is funny, I slap the table. Okay. Table slapping funny. Deal. That's what we're looking for. Oh, and you get a prize if you win. Not just knee slapping funny. Yeah. Table slapping. Table funny. slapping. Because why would you slap your own knee? I don't know. It'd be do. rude. I don't, I don't like to hit myself. No. But yeah, so those, you know, you got a good one, send it to us. Send it to us. Send it to us. The funniest one will win. The funniest one will win. Yeah. That's just the way it is. And when, and when even if Will deadline. submits the funniest one, it could win. We'll just send the prize to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a horn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh but we kid. Mm-hmm. It's funny though, because um, I did. I used to nanny for becky and last week when we were doing our our pre-episode episode um afterwards i don't know how we got to talking about streaking but we did oh, yeah 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 yeah. and so That's turns just out conversations go we're just talking like, right you know, people yeah and all of a sudden mm-hmm. what streaking yeah huh? streaking 
that's what how did we get here i don't know but it brought up a funny story that becky told me about her husband so um okay you can tell it and then i'll I'll tell you why that's funny sorry honey but you did do this so it's very different now we love yeah we were just talking about this before we started we're all 20 years older Hundred percent different people yep. than we were when we were in our teens. Absolutely. Um, and my husband was a wild and crazy guy. And in his senior year, he wanted to do a fun prank and decided that it would be super duper fun to streak. He says in his speedo, right, through the high school. And back then, it was like two or three different buildings. Yeah, several buildings, because there was the 5th Street. I mean, there was one, two, like four. Four buildings? Yeah. And And they were spread out. It was a walk to get from place to place. Yeah, so you really had to... Yeah. It was a good jaunt. And so, he he did the streaking through, I believe, all the buildings. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. With a group of his friends. Mm -hmm. And that was his senior prank. Right. And why was this funny? Because... Who was walking out of the office as a bright young freshman that year? Yeah, hi me. That was me. And so I'm coming out of the office and I open the door and I'm young. And there's a group of, they look like men to me, running by. And my eyes just dart upward because I was like, oh my gosh, there are streakers coming by. So I don't even know how we got to that story. But when she mentioned it, I was like, that was me. They ran by me. And I was like, eyes up, eyes up. What is happening? I don't know. That just goes to show you what a small world. Right? I I thought it was hilarious. The the connection. Yeah. So funny. I was like, seriously? Wait a minute. You're like, hold on a second. That was me they ran by. That was me finishing my first year of high school. Getting ready to be a sophomore. And And I was like, wait, what? You know, all those people that are in my age group that I know that probably also saw it. Right. Sorry. <laughs> but not sorry, because he's... <laughs> <laughs> I like my husband. That's good. You should. You should. She does. She loves her husband. I love mine, too. <laughs> We've got good ones. We They're have, dads, too. Yeah. Happy Father's Day to them. Happy They're Father's awesome dads. Happy Father's Day to our husbands, because mm-hmm. they are fantastic. They They're really good are. dads. Yeah. Yeah. They're fun. I don't know how I got so lucky, but I did. He's the lucky one. She keeps pushing me. I'm a physical. I'm a physical person. Gonna have a bruise on one arm. Probably. Just kidding. Oh yeah. So that reminds me, poor people that I used to work with, my my friend Dale that I used to work with. Barrel. He had like a permanent always bruise right here. But he was, he brought it, you brought it on yourself. Yeah. Because of the. Better be watching this or listening to this. He's got a a dude sassiness. He does. He does. Brings it on himself, man. Also very dry sense of humor, but I appreciate it. I thought Mm -hmm. it was funny, but I would, it would take a second and marinate it and I'm like, wait a second. Oh, ha-ha! Just like that. <laughs> she just keeps slapping me. <laughs> She's going to get the stanky boot, man. And a kicker. Kick her under the table. Do it. <laughs> oh, man. We got told we sound like moms, and we're really proving it. In yeah, a good we way. We're the yeah, good we kind of moms. I think we have an audience to reach. Yeah. I think. 
Yeah. That's why if you no. like us, you Alan's need to, to like and follow and subscribe. Yeah, come Become on. obsessed. Follow us on everything, but don't follow us in real life. Yeah, we don't appreciate that. No. No. Especially if, not if we're with our kids, for sure. I mean, we told you that earlier. Yeah, we did. I, think, I feel like we made up. that clear. Very clear. Very clear. Your kids just my daughter is sitting here trying to distract us in any way possible. Here's mom. Here's a caramel. I brought this for you. Oh no! Let me stare at you, mother. <laughs> That's what she's doing. If you can't see me at home because you're listening on the podcast, I got real close and opened my eyes real wide. You know, you know the mom you know, stare. The mom stare. The mom stare that's like, stop doing what you're doing. I usually just do the eyebrow. Oh yeah. The one that I can raise up is covered by my hair. So I would have to like flip my hair back and then raise it slightly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I part this way because oh, there you I go. can't have my hair over the mom eye. You can't have the hair over the mom stare. Or the kids aren't going to see the mom right. eyebrow and they're not going to get it. Right. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't know why I said that Sorry. so meanly. <laughs> that makes that sense. makes sense. <sighs> Ah, it's because it's early. We're recording this early so that you guys can have it. We want you to have it. We want to give you the content. Yes. Yes. Also, I'm a morning person. I've been up since like four. Yeah, she said 4 Mm a.m. For those of you tuning in, 4 a.m. No alarm set. There's no reason for me to be up that early. Oh, man. Oh, and also coming out today, too, um, we're about to record our bonus episode. Bonus! If you listened last week. <laughs> boo, boo, boo! Splat! Wow. <laughs> I did the same thing again! <laughs> yes, we got the hand gestures you. down. If you want to see them, go check out our YouTube because we can't help it. Is it spirit fingers we're, or jazz fingers? I, you did like Tyrannosaurus Rex claws. Oh, I did, didn't wow. I? She's got like T-Rex claws going up. Her oh. elbows get tucked in by her Takes boobs. back to a place yeah, of right. Jurassic Park, which I just saw Ooh. last weekend, which was fantastic. I love Jurassic Park. Oh, it was so good. He left us. He, he left, left us. <laughs> I'll never forget her face the first time I saw it when I was younger because I was just a teen. And I was like, oh my God. I know. She was what? so legitimately scared. Who would leave like that? Right? Yeah. That well, that guy was a jerk. That lawyer. Yeah. Oh, he was so he bad to get ate by the T Rex. Chomp, chomp, mm-hmm. chomp. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I like it. One of the best. Yeah. Kid keeps moving all over the place. Oh, and I just poked my dog in the eye. Sorry, Poochie. Sorry. 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 Oh, we're bonus episode. We are about to record it, and it is if you um, tuned into our pre-episode episode, you got a little taste um, into the animal that Becky really dislikes, and we had people wondering why. So our bonus episode is going to be of the birds. Don't like them. So we're about to dip on out and uh, record that for you as well. It'll be shorter than this one, um, but, you know, it's got a good amount of cleaning done while you're listening to us. Yeah. Good amount of laughing. 
good amount of Too gasping. <gasps> Incest. Ooh. <laughs> My daughter called me weird, and I take it as a compliment. One should. Yeah. But where can you find us? Everywhere. Every pretty much yeah, I don't know of anywhere that we're not on Brown. Well we Twitter. we haven't gotten to all the podcast venues oh, yet. Yeah, I'm um, thinking just social media. Social media Twitter, we are on Instagram, all the things. Facebook, yeah. TikTok. Most active on Facebook and mm-hmm. Insta for those. Oh and TikTok. We'll get more of those up today. Um, but you know, search search us at shenanigans pod one and you'll be able to find us on all of those. Um, of course the podcast is called Shenanigans with uh, Angel and Becky, and it's all shenanigans, mischievous ones of true crimes past, of current, of streaking, like just all the shenanigans you can think of. And just us not being able to hold a train of thought. Dude, you're just chatting with us. Like, that's the way that it is. If you're missing your friend and you're like, man, I just could really use a chat, turn us on. on. Where are your friends? Mm. Oh, sorry. Nope. Don't do that. Turn on our show. Turn the show on. Turn the show on. Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) It was innocent. I swear to it. I didn't mean it. (laughs) I don't know why you... I didn't mean it. I don't know what that was. I'm sorry. I don't know what that but was. But as we... Oh, we didn't say it in this show. We often break into voices or dialects or we did accents. We in the last, last one. one. we did. We forgot last to say it one. here. Sorry, but it happens. We quote shows a lot, too. It's just it's just going to happen. Everything Deal with culture us. from the 80s and 90s and early aughts. Anything we've ever seen, ever. Mm-hmm. Anything we love. Yep. Anything. <laughs> All right. Come find us and follow us electronically and on the web, not in real life. We'll punch you. Yes. But, I mean, if you wanted our autograph, we might be flattered and run away. Not giving it to you right now. No. That's creepy. How do you know where we are? Right? Back up. Anyway, I'm about to throw my animals outside so we can get ready. (laughs) Sorry about all that. Like I said, take a shot every time you hear the cat. They're going to be very Of water. Be hydrated. Yeah. A shot of water. There you go. Water shots. Aqua H2O. (laughs) Get that hydration. Sheesh. (laughs) Sorry. All those stupid things run through my house. And I know that they don't do that one anymore, and that I'm no, not cool no, when I do those it. TikTok trends. It's not bussing. Like five minutes. Yeah, no cap. What? <laughs> can you? Can someone tell me what that? What does? No, no cap. cap it's like not lying. Like why no don't joke. You just say that. Because you can't. But why? I don't know. See, I don't make the rules. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. I could give you a can cootie the shot though. Explain it to me. Yes, a cootie shot. I'm with that. I get it. Circle, circle, dot, dot. Now you got a cootie shot. <laughs> I just gave Becky a cootie shot on her arm. She is now immune to cooties. I am immune to You're welcome, cooties. Tim. She can get all your cooties she wants now. Yeah, I'm immune. I'm good. Of course, we all got shots when we were in grade school for that. So that was more like a booster. Yeah, I was homeschooled. So what, Oh, you didn't. What you did just there made no sense she, to me. But I just followed it. <laughs> I'm sorry. All of you who went to public school know that on the playground, that's how you got a cootie shot. Someone grabbed your arm, drew two circles, put a dot in each of the circles, said circle, circle, dot, dot. Now you got a cootie shot. I, I know nothing and about this. And that's okay. 
She knows other things. <laughs> and all the useless things yeah. just make absolutely no sense. I know all of them. I know lots about TV because that was who raised me. The TV did a very good job. on the TV were my friends. They were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. It's not sad at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's not funny either. It's not sad or I'm funny. shielding my smile from her. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's freaking hilarious is what it is. But this is what, again, it's what you're getting yourself into. It's who we are. Yep. It's who you are. It's who you is, and you don't even know it. You don't even know it. But now you do. So come join us on Shenanigans. Hey. We'll never let you down ba-da, again. Ba-da, ba-da. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I always just shaking her head. Well, Stop, guys. she's Stop. seven, so what does she know? Love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't sit there and act like you don't say things like that to your kids, people listening at home. They do. They do. They do. Yeah, you do. Everybody does it. I heard. Anyway, cute outro music. I'm going to add it later. <laughs> but we're going to pretend we hear it. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. I love this outro music. Shenanigans Pod 1. Do, 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 do.